It's the ten crack commandments. Why? Jack Commandments. Ooh. We'll figure out the title later. Here. All right. So we're getting started on. <laughs> Listen, depending on how we edit, you've already listened to us talk for four minutes. I'm sitting across from We should David do an Hart. intro first. Edit it so that this is the first part for sure. Okay. Or else it's going to be in. Yeah. <laughs> well, fine. But we'll figure that out. Look, I think I think 10 Jack Commandments is a good episode. I, I dig it. Okay. Thank I dig you. it. Thank you. And we can go over what the Gen Jack, 10 Jack Commandments are at some point. <laughs> Don't smoke cigarettes. Use Worship Barry Bonds. Use two condoms at once to be double safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well? That's three. <laughs> anyway, off to a rocket hard start. We're in... Oh, God. We're in Maryland, in person, not in the trap house. Live and direct. Not in the chetch. We're in... We're at a dining table. Yeah. A dining room table. We're at, we're at a circle table. A circle... This is the night's round. We're at a circular table. table. Yes. And... So, we decided for our 10th episode, Double Digits, well, we should get someone else on the show. We should celebrate the fact that we made it to 10 without someone kicking us off the air. And people somehow air. people somehow <laughs> listen to us. Yeah. For more than an episode at a time. Bethany, who is also here, and uh, David, why isn't Bethany on the show? <laughs> she didn't want to. Oh, there we go. And she's just, she's got lounging by a pool. Too. Yeah. Yeah, she's got, she's got lounging by the pool and a book to read. She's... Can I blame her? No. No. Especially as, as nice as this weather is. Also, you might be saying, wait, those are two other voices that aren't Jack Who and David. Who are those two angelic voices? Yeah. Beautiful, high-pitched Hi. ladies. Oh my gosh, hi. Why don't hey you two girls. introduce yourselves? Um, I would love to introduce Quinn. Oh. Please. This is uh, the other angelic voice on the air is Quinn Martin Doyle. She's the light of my life, uh, the missing Heim sister, the Scorpio to my Virgo, and my ex-roommate. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Um, and sitting across the table from me is good old Miriam Tyler McHugh. We both have male middle names, so Judge. we can both be on this podcast <laughs> because Patriarchy. we have one male name. <laughs> um, she is uh, a down ass bitch. Dab, <laughs> dab, and also my ex roommate. And. Um, the person who ensures that I do anything ever. Aww. <laughs> well, then how... <laughs> so you guys were freshman roommates, or how did that No. Um, so she, Quinn lived with the only other person who went to our college from my high school. So that's just how we kind of ended up meeting. But we definitely would have met through whatever random stuff. Activities. That we were, yeah, because we were both way too involved on, on campus. Mm-hmm. Which is also how we know David. Yep. Um, Mr. Fredericksburg. Mr. Mm. Mr. Mary Washington, Mr. Mr. Bench sitter himself. Mr. The, 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 the Mr. Van, Mr. The Van Wilder of Mary Washington. Mr. Mary Wash, who never won, Mr. Mary Wash. Oh. You never won. You were never the, won, Mr. You were, Mary Wash. You were the people's oh. champ. I was. I'd like to think I was the people's champ. Um, the the three times that I competed, I'd like to think. I'd like, to think, liked me. I'd like <laughs> to think people enjoyed me. You know, there's the evidence on that is uh, it's a little suspect and. It's out there. Um, But the three times that I did Mr. Mary Wash, uh, freshman year, I got eliminated first round. Freshman year was back in 1922. Yes, it was. Um, Four men were on campus. Everything was in black and white. (laughs) 
some sepia tone filter. Yes, sepia tone, sepia tone lenses. You know, here's the thing. You graduated. That's what's important. And that's actually how I met. I pretty much, I mean, I met you, I think, at David's graduation. No, we met at um, Westover Beer Garden. Thank you very much. Yes. Right. Westover Beer Garden after Run the Jewels got canceled because of the water main break. Run the Jewels. And David, fun fact that night. David, uh, kissed, <laughs> David, that night kissed me right on the lips. I did. Yeah, you did. Gorgeous. Yeah, yep. and you know what? Iconic. I, I'm secure enough with myself, and David was to where I would say it sort of for the even this podcast. We. But so that's the, why it was Jack's time. spring awakening. Every time yes. Jack talks about this time that they kissed, he's like, "But I'm secure enough," which means right. that I don't know I'm, if you're actually that secure. Well, about it. I, because Should you guys do a reenactment. No. No. Nah, well, I mean, I'm fine, but it won't translate well. To oh, got it, got it, got it. Yes. Not a. Okay. I'm totally cool. not a visual medium. Oh, I'm not a visual medium. Yeah. We're all cool here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm cool. With, Very I'm cool. cool with whoever and whatever, man. Double condoms. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Someone who uses double Slow it down, yeah. Asherod. <laughs> Isn't it like wearing two bulletproof vests? Yeah, no. Okay. Not at all. Well, we'll get the science on that. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's like having, it's like putting two pieces of sandpaper next to each other mm. and then rubbing those back and forth. Oh. And then wondering why it gets hot. Hmm. I I would love to have a dick for twelve hours. Me too. What would you? What, in Twenty-four. Theory, what Twenty-four. Would you, full day. Okay. What do you mean? What's the, the first thing you're doing? You're yeah. peeing outside. Okay. So I have this all mapped <laughs> yeah, out. Quinn, Quinn, okay. I talk about Quinn's this. Forte. I talk about this all the time. <laughs> sure. Okay. If you hang out with me for more than two hours, I have probably mentioned my hypothetical dick, including thirteen at work. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, including work, True play, story. work, <laughs> any, like, any extracurriculars, work, work, play, Church. gigolo. Yeah. Okay, so first thing I do is I have a list of things I would stick my hypothetical dick in. <laughs> like it just seems like it would feel really good to like stick your dick in yogurt or like <laughs> a frosty or like I something. Like, with a frosty. I okay, really a frosty something. would be cold, but I think that the so would yogurt. The yeah. theory would be worth it. Would it? Or like we don't know Jello. Like it, I feel like it has to be like sticking your finger in something, but like way better and like more than a finger. <laughs> I maybe we just take our dicks for granted because I've never had the temptation. Yeah. Never had the urge. I've never stuck never. my dick inside food. Wait, can you tell us the Nerf ball? Oh yeah, uh, uh, this one kid. Word on the street is, and by word on the street, I mean he told people oh. that he cut a hole into a Nerf ball and. Uh, fucked it okay that's brilliant like we made fun of him because it's disgusting and he bragged about it but yeah as actually, you should actually like what that's kind of smart what did he use as like did he use a lube i don't know because nerf's not really like a lubricated base unless <laughs> <laughs> it was a wet one <laughs> a nerf ball is left outside in the rain Throw it in a pool. Okay, so yeah, maybe that's why twelve hours seems like a really good limit for me because I think that like <laughs> you I get went too, cra- too crazy, a little too crazy with the dick. No, but also like the idea of sleeping with a dick just seems awful. Like what? Just like <laughs> I sleep in my boxers. I don't. I just think sleeping I don't know. Okay. Now, yeah. if you're thinking, if you I will say this much, like, I I love the theory that if if men. Anat- uh, anatomy wise, had everything but a penis. I'd like to think that a man could break the three minute mile. <laughs> What kind of dick size are you thinking? It's about? not. It's not even. Well, this, it's not even necessarily the size. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It has. You know, it has nothing to do with that. It's everything to do with the testicles bouncing around. Right, and then it's also. Don't they have like bras, basically, like sports bras for dicks? I, yes, compression like shorts. Yeah. yeah, but those. Jock strap, jock straw, kill me. Yeah, jock straw. <laughs> the good old jock straw. Uh, no, I'm with David. Where the testicles, particularly, can get. 
in the way of certain things that you have to always be conscious of if you're doing a certain exercise, even working out. Zipping like, your pants up. Yeah, you always have to be thinking. I've I heard don't. Of this, I can like zip, zip mm-hmm. this, zip it, zip the tip. I, I have. No! Also good episode. <laughs> zip the tip. That's good. That's number four on the ten commandments. Power don't, don't zip the tip. I've been fortunate. I've never had that happen. But you think about it. Every single time, and you consciously think about it. you don't like yeah. oh, oh, okay you're okay let me make sure I don't zip my dick into my jeans like you're you do it once life. you don't do it again oh, yeah. No, no. yeah oh yeah that's something before you yeah <laughs> what else would you do if you had a dick for twelve or twenty four uh, hours fuck someone yeah obviously oh sure sucks. oh sure like that's too obvious yeah, yeah. um I mean they have alternatives pee everywhere like literally pee, <laughs> pee outside yes okay. That's that's my biggest. Thing, I would pee sure. everywhere. I yep. would drink so much water just so I could be peeing. Like, you would be like a dog. Hours. I would want to yeah. pee my name places. <laughs> yes. Yes. We need to get and you like, to like Minnesota yeah. somewhere yeah, where there's snow, the, so you, you can snow all the time. No, I want to be out in like Clarendon. I just want to be <laughs> peeing where the bros pee. <laughs> you go know, Hunan and something. Yeah, yeah, I guess go go behind Hunan. Shout to Hunan. Piss off, piss off the uh, literally piss off the roof of uh, of oh, Wilson's. I scream piss off. Go to the roof of Clarendon yeah. Ballroom and just try to piss off the one that's next door. Like yeah, a machine gun. Just also like, sword fights. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cross streams. How often do you? What do you guys think we do with our dicks? Like, well, it's so like mythical, you know. Like, <laughs> we just don't know. So we're like, oh, obviously you guys are sticking your dicks in frosty. Sure. Like, duh. What else? Would I think you it's do? it's funny because like we think of a what a twelve year old. Yeah. You know. Once you turn. Like, gee, golly gee, I don't know what to do with this thing. Yeah. Once you. Gee willikers. Oh, jeez. Just have it in your hand for like. I mean, we still do that. Two hours, three hours at a time. Well, never mind. This is so weird. I was just talking about 12-year-old masturbation this morning. <laughs> oh, of course. Whoa. And boom goes the dynamite. What, what else would you do with your dick? Yeah. Do we have circumcised or uncircumcised? I kind of want uncircumcised. If us? I'm going to have a dick for 24 hours, I, I would want, want uncircumcised. I would want uncircumcised, yeah. too. Really? I feel yeah. like that'd be more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, that's how it, that's supposed to feel better, right? Mm-hmm. Word on the street. I, <laughs> we're... I've only experienced it one way. I, I'm the same way, I believe, so I can't speak to... Only experienced to... it one way. Yes. RIP to the foreskin. Another good episode title. <laughs> RIP foreskin, 1992, okay, 1992. For the, for the room, do you think that circumcisions are going to be, like, are our kids going to be circumcised? No. All of them? I, I won't like... circumcise my children, probably. No. Yeah. If I have any say in the matter. It worked for me. Unless they're Jewish... Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, unless you marry someone who's Jewish, like, the the number of people anymore who get circumcised, at least outside of the United States, I think is, is a shrinking no, no. population. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy. Because it's just not but seen it's so as, med- it's just not seen as medically necessary yeah. anymore. Right. And I'm sure there's some, and I'm, it's even, cosmetic. yeah. 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 And I mean. Now, if you want to do it for cosmetic purposes, I mean, that's also... DIY. Yeah. <laughs> well, once you get Whoa. to a certain age... So if I had a dick, I would give myself this. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be... Would you, would you hire a bris? Like, would this be... Or would, would this be go, a thing? That's just, a dramatic so, affair. That is so that's dramatic. up your alley, actually. I love that. <laughs> I would have, have a moil. Before I even get the dick, I'd have to become Jewish. Right? Oh, cool. Step one. It's a very easy process. I oh yeah, yeah. So just quickly, so, a female to become Jewish so, is really easy. So let's let's in the twelve hours. Twelve hours, you're gonna have a dick. You are going to convert to Judaism. You are going to give yourself a circumcision. You're going to stick your dick in a Nerf ball. You are going to stick your dick in like yogurt or Ooh, Jello. This well, is that's perfect. Mark Quinn. Yeah, yeah, I can do before, yeah, yeah. And after. before after um, circumcision. 
conversation. Oh, okay. So give yourself six hours each. Compare. And also, Jack, the wonderful thing is, you don't know this about me, I'm way too much of a planner, so I could actually have... She would have a minute-by-minute itinerary. Oh, sure. You're not going to waste a second of having a dick. I get that, yeah. I mean, it's just... Or a second of any minute of any day of being alive. I can see. Have we thought about what we would do if we had vaginas? That's kind of why weird. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, no, I haven't thought about it. But that's, that's my point. Is that internalized misogyny? Is that gross? I think so because I'm like, yeah, like, 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 I have any vagina. Yeah. At the same time, like if I were to have a vagina for you know 12 hours, I would want to make sure it's not that weak. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to waste it. So that's, that's a waste. It's a waste. Yeah. That would suck. That would just be. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I would. I'm sure I would come out of it for an entirely new level of respect for women. Oh sure. Like this is what they go through monthly. I their can't. bodies. Their bodies fighting themselves. I'm the convinced that okay. women have a higher pain tolerance. Oh, absolutely. Like just in general. One hundred percent. I think, yes, I think in the short term you could argue if you when you get hit. I mean, you could get tapped in the testicles and it yeah. feels like you are. If you've been shot. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of nerve endings there. Right. I have a little brother. I know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because you fought physically. <laughs> wow. And you fought dirty, apparently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I would say long term, yes, you guys got the advantage and the whole childbirth thing, I yeah. guess. You know. Which... How fucking sick is that? Who would want to do it? Why would you ever want to do it? It sounds like it's the worst powerful. hell. It's so, so powerful. powerful. To... It's beautiful. It's creating it's life. Yeah, you... Beautiful is a strong. It is. It is. It is a beautiful thing. The phys- let me the physical part of it seems not as beautiful as the actual idea of I'm now birthing. Conceptually, it's beautiful. Yes, thank I you. might have a different idea when I'm actually like you're shooting someone out of your. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope yeah. I will tell your husband. Hey, remember that she said that this is a beautiful moment. I know. We I'm have it on an audio it, recording. I'll tell you, and you'll be like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> I'm gonna be, you're gonna be like shitting your is brains this, out, is this, like just screaming. Yeah. Is this you will have missed. You will have missed the time, the, the window for the epidural. So you're going in. You're going in full. Is this this po- is this is, is Scientology all the way. Is this podcast gonna be what you play to your baby's stomach when you're pregnant? Oh my god, that poor baby. <laughs> Quinn's, Quinn's gonna be not baby Mozart. No. Quinn's gonna be such doing, a like, granola bitch. Yes, you are not gonna, gonna be baby, baby Mozarting your child. I guarantee that that, sh- that kid is gonna be listening I to Kanye. Trap shit. It's, no, that kid is gonna be listening to the Kanye. Trap ins- is your <laughs> Kanye <laughs> instrumentals. Yeah. Or uh, or futures or futures super slimy just cover to cover. No, I will play old Kanye for my baby, but no 2018 Kanye. No 2015 or later Kanye. Yeah. So I guess I'm I'm st- I'm apparently alone on the new Kanye album because yes. I know David's not a fan. Yes, I, mean, I don't I don't hate it, but I hate him right now. Yeah. Oh sure, I oh sure, sure, sure. I, I, I'm worried that the I hate I hate him right now is now like I just hate him. Yeah, I hate. He's, he's morphed become. into something that he wasn't. He's a meme. Yeah, more so than he already I didn't was. Sign up for this. No, I mean, I'm just like, were we were we not paying attention to it all along? And I'm like, no, this is. The, I mean, he's always been crazy, right? Yeah. He's always been a he's al- he's always been a bit of a megalomaniac. He's always been an asshole, really. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's. Which I, mean, I liked at the time. He was, he was like a tolerable Joe Budden. Yes, and a talented Joe Budden. Yes, also that. He was Joe. Joe Budden was the guy who almost got into a uh, was guy who almost got into a fight with. Uh, no, Migos was DJ Academics. Uh, I think no, I thought Budden was also in that interview. Where Budden was. I mean, Budden was in the interview with okay. Budden as soon as Academics was like, "Yo, why'd they leave you off bad and bougie?" Budden or as soon as Academics said it, Budden just like stepped back and was Budden, like, "Yeah, if you, if you I don't want that smoke." You probably don't know any song Budden's done, and I don't mean that in a, what I mean just because he's only known for doing shit on the internet. Like, as a dickless person, you probably wouldn't know. <laughs> let, let, no, me man, a, let me mansplain who Joe yeah, Budden please. is. <laughs> <laughs> Mansplaining. Yes, uh, in a way, I guess that that should be the new the new the new name of our podcast. Mansplaining. Mansplaining, but in another way, it's also not because of this. 
Exactly. That's because we bring in women and then talk over yeah, them. Yeah, you guys have girls on the podcast. You're fine. You guys are good. No worries. You know what? I like the Kanye album because he, I think I said it on the show, but I like that he went away from that for the sake of the album. That's what I, but I'm like you where I'm finding him personally in But you can't separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's, my, here's my thing. So pretty much every artist in history was a dick. Oh, absolutely. So like, what do we do with that? You, you, you find the ones who are redeemable. Did, yeah, the, the, whose, whose, whose dickish qualities are like Prince where he was maniacally controlling over his masters and things like that, but like not problematic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you Didn't know, hurt people. Prince has been dead for year and a half. hated kids. Yeah. Who? Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And he's like, but he also, but he also made cartoons espousing the Nazi regime. Yeah, like, exactly. so yeah. Just like, it's, it, I think that and just because he hates kids, yeah. like, doesn't necessarily mean that like the work that he did for kids isn't important. Maurice Sendak, yeah, yeah, Maurice Sendak wasn't a huge kids, wasn't a huge fan of children, but he wrote some of the greatest children's books yeah. we can think, think of. I have a question for the table. Sure. sure. Do you guys think that uh, Kanye is supporting Trump just to be like as a shtick, or do you think that he actually knows what Trump is spewing? I think I actually don't really think either. I think he's supporting him, but then Kanye is very good at just saying stuff, but then at the very surface level, and he doesn't get beyond what That's he good. thinks That's that really actually means point. in his head, because he'll just say these things to sound like get a signed MAGA hat, right? And then, but he won't know any of Trump's policies. He won't know any of Trump's specifics. And then that's what bothers me about Kanye too, is he comes off as this sort of pseudo intellectual. And then, well, and then he and Kim are threatening to throw a rhyme fest off of the oh board of God, directors for the the Donda House that Kim and Kanye haven't been to. Like, rhyme fest has put more work into this charity that bears Kanye's mother's name than Kanye has. Yeah. And they haven't given a ton of funds, apparently. No, almost none. I don't know all the. Well, deep, deep Twitter dive on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Kanye himself has been on... He, his defense was, look, I haven't been on the board in like a year, year and a half. I think that was his defense. But was, I could also yeah, but the, but it's a, like, a, a total, you know, just on the board, but not actually... Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. knowing Kanye, too. It's a charity that bears his mother's name, and, like, this is a man who went on that the whole tirade about he want, how he, he wanted to... Yeah, he loves his mother, and he wanted to start a design company named after her. Yeah, yeah like... Well, and also, he was going to name the album Love Everyone, but he was going to use at first the mugshot of the doctor who performed the surgery on his mom. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. You didn't see this? Mm-hmm. He, he screenshotted a text about it to somebody. And yeah. I, that, like, first of all, it turns out the doctor didn't, probably wasn't responsible him. for it. It yeah. was the fact that his cousin, like, took her out too early and all that. So it's not mm-hmm. the doctor's fault. Secondly, that's the Kanye I hate of, like, your idea of I'm forgiving this guy. Well, he doesn't need to be forg- forgiven. He's a... He did his like he he did his job. Yeah. Did you guys see his tweets? Um, filming videos of their house and mm-hmm. he was like talking about it being like get out. Mm-hmm. It was the creepiest shit I've ever seen. I, his house looked. Oh, it was like a house of mirrors. And like I know I like tchotchkes, but like they need a single tchotchke in that. Yeah. Home. Like I, like, if you guys haven't like, who are listening to this uh, ramble, if you Bethany basically look look up those videos. It creeps me out so much. Yeah, the house is just so stark. It looks like a museum that hasn't been set up yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, really. Yes. yes. Seen, okay. It feels like an installation of, like the Tater the Hirsch one. Yeah. But that's him and Kim's house, right? You would yeah. think Kim mm-hmm. is more of the... And they also, she also chewed him out on Twitter for like, we agreed... To not film. To, to not film or like take pictures of anything in our home. So now that you put this out on Twitter, can the cameras come into the house now? Right, because that was, I'm sure his whole thing about being on the reality show was saying, mm-hmm. you know, knowing Kanye being this weirdly private and then also weirdly exploitive. Yeah, 
guy. Yeah, this weirdly private guy who brags about the fact that he has pictures of his dick on the internet. So Kanye is a Gemini, and I think that, that explains a lot of what you need to know. Let's get into the good like, stuff. I think that he literally wakes up as a different person every single day. Like he doesn't. He's just like, and also a lot of that is mental illness. Right. <laughs> but I think like. If we're archetyping him, like he is just a total whatever whim comes to him, mm-hmm. he he's, follows it. He's 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 and a leaf he on the wind. Yes. So yes, but it's surface, but it's so to yeah. him it's deeply. Like if That's you what would ask exactly. him, he would say like I support Trump, but it's like wait, what do you so why? support? So you support? But he you know, thinks he does. Right. Yeah. And then when you say, well, you support this, this, and he's like, well, I won't know. You know, he doesn't know the again. That's what bothers me about Kanye. He will always say these statements that are meant to get attention and then when you get any beyond the surface level it's yeah when you get a, give him any any level of pushback right. yeah and he's he's a child <laughs> and he's 40 too that's what's you know, he's got a he's got three kids but this is this is what happens when you have yeah when you when you when you've spent 15 years being told by everyone like in in music and popular culture that like you are an iconic figure you know you are the yeah oh he absolutely believed it before it started yeah. coming yeah. and then just to get affirmation was, yeah. yeah you know calls himself uh wait, this he is this called, is he called himself Jesus that's a little this, this is this is a guy who took that South Park episode and like just took it took deep, it intentionally deep. personally so, since you have two women on the podcast that mm-hmm. means we don't know what South Park is. Oh, <laughs> you know this is a fair point yeah, uh, no, so but the, you know no the one like South Park this is bold who doesn't have I a dick I agree ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, women huh god I hate them I, mean, I agree. You have I, to have a dick to like. I have. Part. I have a lot of feelings on South Park. Yeah. Mostly that it's created an entire generation of particularly white men who think that they can think that having any sort of opinion one way or another means it's your morally vagrant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What is this a communist country or something? No, this is America. Um, What's stopping you guys from doing your own podcast? Great. Logistics. Yeah, yeah. literally location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, um, we had a wonderful. Um, I don't know if you listened to our radio show, Two Girls, One Show. Um, and that was... Well, I gotta talk about no, 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 no. I was saying, like, the air horn. That's like, a, we gotta, like, spice uh, it up. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Um, we listened... We were on Two Girls, One Show. We were on. Uh, and... Gang, gang, gang. Gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fantastic. It was one of the best decisions we did our senior year. And it was our last semester. Uh-huh. And I really regret not starting that sooner. Mm-hmm. And it was we, so much fun. Yeah, we had, like, a college radio shows, at, but we made it, like, a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, like, a podcast, but we also played music, and it was just, like, we just did whatever we felt like, and every mm-hmm. night was kind of a theme, sort yeah. of. Isn't that, like, liber- isn't that liberating to have that? Yes. And I will never forget how nervous we were. The we were first so time nervous. We got, yeah. th- we got to the nest where you, where you um, recorded like half an hour early mm-hmm. and we were sitting in the hallway outside like, okay, waiting. We'll play this song and then this song. And then we're going to talk about this and then yeah. um, and it was so much fun though because people would be texting us while we were playing things because yeah. it was live. It wasn't like this podcast it can be like okay no please edit right. that out but it was just like alright we're doing it. Yeah. And <laughs> Very Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. live. Fuck it. I, I hate that we didn't record I know. Oh, I was gonna so say much. they're not. They're not in the. Oh. We're literally dumbasses. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing we've ever done. Yeah, it was both the most brilliant thing we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> also true because now. Brilliant dichotomy. 
We're just, I mean, we are artists. <laughs> they are the art. Mm-hmm. We, we said episode 15, we can probably start calling ourselves the art, right? <laughs> no, we are not calling ourselves the art. Okay, we're going di- to, well. Agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> I think that's funny. Well, we you, can't, guys, you guys should do the podcast. The brand is brolic. We cannot, we cannot, yeah, we cannot, sure. we cannot bite the brand. It's not quite strong enough. Yet. It's not quite strong enough. I would want to do a podcast only if it had like a set structure, shockingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Like, because I, I really liked our themes for mm-hmm. that, because then we were talking about like, I don't know, something that was happening our day, but also, oh, this song, mm-hmm. when we were doing like a high school podcast, or a high school radio show, mm-hmm. then we were talking about that song and what it meant for us in high school. Mm-hmm. So high school musical? Yes. Oh, okay. Nothing but high school. No. They had an episode where they talked about nothing but high school musical. <laughs> but I'm what team? Of, I'm Wildcats. Of, I'm a fan of three months. <laughs> As Miriam shakes her head. I'm sorry. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I also, it's hard because... I am torn between like I want to start a podcast, but then I also have really high standards for podcasts. And like, I also what I like don't to want to listen to. Like I just I don't want to. I, I want like all the reward and none of like the work of like coming up with the concepts what? and like doing research and like well, actually d- doing the podcast. Grind. It's funny because the editing is both the hardest part because I'll spend seven, eight, nine hours editing Jeez. it. Well, I add a lot. I add a lot of shit, which I mean, David and I might have different opinions on. The amount of shit I put in, David's not as much of a fan like as I am. Sound effects, the other sound. Oh, I love that. I do. Yeah. Um, but I, it's also creatively for me. It's like, okay, do we edit? You know, I can edit either Dead Space, or will this clip go better here, or will this will this instrumental work better than this instrumental? And part of it is just this rewarding of I've done this creative feeling, and we yeah. made something that I can be really that happy feels about. Really good. Mm-hmm. Right. And and even after the first one where we recorded, it was going to be a test episode, and I. Looking back now, it certainly wasn't our best episode. No. But, but when we listened back, I thought... the first one, yeah. Right. Exactly. But I was also like, man, we just did a podcast. And it's, yeah. and it's decent enough. And, and I got to do... Like, that's a creatively... As I'm sure you guys did with the radio show. Mm-hmm. Just this, wow. I, it I was did like this. a high. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's that, that experience of putting something out there that you've created. And that is like a, a, a representation of what you're feeling in that moment. And yeah. who you are as a person. It's an intensely personal experience. Despite how sort of mocked the idea of a podcast has become within because popular culture. Yeah. You know, the joke that, like, what do you call a group of middle... Like, what do you call a group of millennial white men? Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Which a podcast. Everyone has one, but... Yeah. It's, but all... it's easier to make a shitty joke than to actually put in the work and do exactly. something that yeah, you're proud of. That's what I would say do. is, so you know, mm-hmm. with the amount that David works and with the amount that I work and the fact that, okay, let's find a time we can record. Okay, mm-hmm. now let's find a time where I can I edit, listen to it and, and cut stuff. And mm-hmm. then, okay, now... And then I have to listen and edit to it. And because right. I work on a different, I, I work on an entirely different work schedule, you know, Jack will send me a link at like 10 a.m. on Tuesday and I got, all right, I'm not getting to this till Wednesday. 6 o'clock tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's and, just not going to happen. And, and we just have to accept that. But... So yeah, you're, to your point, it's exactly right. Where it is easier to just sort of mock instead of just going, okay, th- do it though. Yeah, it's like, it's so yeah. much it's so much easier to sit on the sidelines and heckle than it is to put yourself out there. But that's totally. true for totally. Yeah, like in work, um, anything like this, it's just a hobby. Yeah, you know, any sort of any sort of putting yourself out there. I think the most rewarding thing for the radio show though was just like the random people who were listening. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It meant so much to when a random person who we like don't really know as well was listening to our show and was texting us about a song or something that we said. Mm-hmm. I loved that so much, but yeah. I'm also just like an extrovert. <laughs> so, yeah. Feedback. Yeah. Yes. Feedback is always good. And it's mm-hmm. cool to like know that when you're creating something that you're truly doing it for yourself. Like what you were saying, like about it's how it's such in a great a, way. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the and right. Also, it doesn't matter what yeah. other people say about it yeah. because right. it's so internal and personal mm-hmm. and it doesn't 
fucking matter. And and we're not trying to we're not trying to change the world with this. Like yeah. we're trying to we're trying to to create ha- as you said have a creative outlet. Yeah, it's like because Jack and Jack and I, I mean part of why we named it underemployed is because we're both working jobs that are not 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 meant not the most mentally stimulating. Right. Like, you know, for me, like there are I, I have certain challenges to my job, but like am I using half of what I learned in college? No. No. And I'm not even using I would say a quarter like my yeah. you know. What do you do? I work at the front desk of my gym. I'm still trying to find full time where at least, you know, David, we've talked about it actually on the show. David has a job that we're similarly feeling about our jobs, but his I'm at least full time. Right. And I still have, you know, I'm I'm working 35 hours next week, but I'm making under $9 an hour because Virginia's minimum wage. Uh So it's just basically trying to grind away. What kind of stuff do you want to do? Like this. You know, that's where also David, I think we've talked, David and I differ a little where you still want to be in the beer industry and there's a lot. I mean, for now, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what the future holds. open a restaurant, dude. No. The only people who open restaurants are sociopaths and egomaniacs. That's fair. You're half of that. I'm just kidding. I'll let you figure out. Plus, plus, like, something like 80% of restaurants in their first year end in failure. Like, I mean, but you just, you, like, I know that beer is your thing, but you're also such a good cook. Mm -hmm. And, like, it is... It's natural. It is so inherent mm-hmm. to your being. I mean, if if I were to do something with a restaurant, I would want to be a partner. I don't necessarily yeah. want. Totally I don't like if I if I like. I have experience working in a kitchen, but like I am n- by no means a. I wouldn't even say I'm a good line cook. Like that's totally different than cooking, cooking. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cooking, cooking at home, like cooking morning, for friends. This morning, um, David was whipping up scrambled eggs, right? But then this dude is over there putting in, like, mayonnaise and water to give it buoyancy, was the term you used? Um, I wanted to make them a little fluffier. They were... So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, buoyancy. Sure. Uh, buoyant eggs. And they were incredible. And, like, That's an episode a weird... title. Buoyant eggs. Buoyant eggs. <laughs> There's so many. It's just like, oh, let's... Whips. Top top chef shit. I mean, yeah. if I, if I Dropped, really... excuse me. If I really wanted to, to, to do the restaurant thing, I would want to partner with some people... And sort of get things set up, and I would I would certainly do the beer program. Yeah. Um, I would that'd be one of those things where I would let you know if I were to open a restaurant, I would let the kitchen sort of do their thing because I don't really know that you know I I, I know it enough from the employee standpoint, but I don't know anything like about it from the management stand- side. You know. It. Yeah. So. Um. Sorry, everyone. I'm just gonna edit, or you can edit this out, but I'm popping a cold Lacroix. No, I'm gonna amplify uh, the audio actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, All hail Pampelmus. What do you want to do? What do you guys want to do then? Or is, are you where you want to be? I'm on track for where I want to be. Okay. I'm where, I'm where I want to be right now. This is where I want to be. What about you, Quinn? Not me. <laughs> well, so where do you work? That's, that's the millennial. That's the millennial story. Yeah. So I actually just left my job. Oh. Um, I'm finishing up now. Okay. And um, I don't have another job right now, which is bold, I know. Underemployed. Underemployed. Yeah. Fun um, employment. Yeah. So I'm looking for jobs in like the development fundraising field-ish. I'm in sales right now, so it's kind of like sales adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. So you're looking non-profit? Yeah. Ideally. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because we have so many friends. Like, I'm in fundraising for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We have so many close friends that do fundraising for nonprofits. But it's mm-hmm. such a satisfying yeah. combination of, like, an actual business standpoint mm-hmm. and 
you're doing yes. good work for yes. a good cause. Yes, for something that yeah. matters. It's yeah. not it's not crony capitalism. Yeah. Like the, the money you're raising isn't going to line the pockets of some big shot CEO who makes 300 times it, annually. It, it's what pretty the, much all within. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of want to work in a corporate office at some point in my life, mm-hmm. but I think that I'd want to do it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you've established yourself as sort of a like, all right, like. I, wanna, this- I just want to be a boss. Yeah. Like, you it. will be. A girl boss? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no, but some, some girls, to be fair, some girls love that term and they really lean into it. Yeah. And a lot don't, so it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I never heard it until 10 seconds ago. Well, so yeah. it's, it's um, what's that? clothing website that she started nasty gal nasty gal it's a little to me it's patronizing but Mm -hmm. some girls are like wait this is empowering this is cool so like i don't but i don't find it that i don't find it empowering yeah it's just like a a very much like no i can do it just as well as anyone else can it's like a cutesy yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh you're trying to be a girl boss yeah it's like something you would say it it, 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 six-year-old wearing your work clothes yeah like envision telling my ceo you're such a cool girl boss yeah (laughs) she'd be like no, yeah. no. I'd I, in the face. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, why does why do the chromosomes matter? Yeah, like, just, no. boy, boy bosses. You see. Thoughts? But I also okay. I was. It's, it's yeah. funny. My boyfriend's mom actually sent me a link on this whole article about how I talk about girls and guys. Right? It's never girls and boys. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so interesting. Ooh. Yeah. It was this whole. I'll have to send you the link. My, um, is it so just the terminology? Yeah. So it's like you're not calling. There's no equivalent for guys for. It, it's girls. gals, but it's an outdated. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. a weird. That's my only thing. I still think gals is more condescending than guys. Yeah, so I, that's yeah. The thing. I say women, but I I think the theory is that it's just if someone says girls, it might just be because it's one syllable. I think it sometimes can be. Now maybe subconsciously it is a kind of it's condescending and they're not aware and of it. And obviously I'm not trying to be condescending to women. It's like, yeah. I, right. I'm you used know. to saying it. Right. It's, it's, I, I don't know, the article made me... I just say y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the colloquial y'all. Y'all, it's easy. Y'all's, y'all y'all's. actually fucks if we think about it. It's, it's gender neutral. neutral. It's group. It's group. Yeah, it's, it has it, a lot. It's, it's region appropriate yeah. for, you know, whether or not well, it's, it's also a great way to butter up out-of-towners. <laughs> Working, working in service industry. Oh, you get people come down from like Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. Oh, oh, they, they, they eat that shit up. You say y'all, like they, they love it. They think it's so quaint and quirky, and like there's something about it. Like, there's that stereotype about like a man with a southern accent sounds like a like sounds like a hick, and a woman with a southern accent sounds sexy. Like, sexy. I think it sounds nurturing. Like. I think people sound. Go ahead and say that. <laughs> she said dumb. Dumb. <laughs> dumb. Like, Embrace debate. And I have to fight against my like inclination to I'm think that someone is dumb. That's why. Well, that's why Stephen draw. Colbert. He's from South Carolina. He, from a very early age, realized on TV everyone with a Southern accent was pretty being dumb, mm-hmm. and so he worked to get rid of it at a very early age. When I was down in um, the actual South of the Mississippi Delta. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone's saying Ewans. That sounds very. Like, that's that sounds very Pittsburgh with the yins. And I yeah. and it was kind of. And, um, oh, I'm yeah. fi- like I'm fixing to get. A, oh my god. Yeah, like it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the colloquialisms of, that exist within the South that don't I wanted, exist I, elsewhere. I had a colleague who was from the from, from West Virginia, which it, somehow some of their dialects kind of overlap. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was my translator for something. <clears throat> so I was like, oh I have god. no idea what this person is saying. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, it happens. It, 
it, it, it happens to me, um, and I'll get people coming from Stafford and King George, and they'll start talking and be like, you're, what? You're, you're like a few miles away. This is how is, you know, how did that, what? Like, where does this all come from? Well, how do you guys feel, especially you being in Mississippi, you know, culturally, what were some of the other things you noticed about there compared to even, say, Maryland or D.C.? Virginia? I mean, it's, so we were in Memphis, which is, um, you know, a city. It's a city. It's a pretty small one, and it's very poor. Um, we were only there pretty briefly. And then we went down into Oxford, Mississippi, which mm. is a college town through and through its Ole Miss territory. Uh -huh. um, it's beautiful, uh, but it's also so interesting because there's so many Confederate flags and statues everywhere. Um, God bless participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we were there. Um, I work at a nonprofit for historic preservation, so we were going to a lot of you know historic sites, and we went to the courthouse where Emmett Till's murderers were acquitted, mm. um, and t the Tallahatchie Courthouse in Sumner, Mississippi. Um, and you know you hear these stories about like when in 2007 when they put up this plaque commemorating or not commemorating excuse me explaining what happened there some guy with a pickup truck went and got <laughs> hitched hitched it yeah. to the sign and pulled out the sign because mm -hmm. they didn't want they're like that's wrong like we just don't talk about it it gets doesn't it get shot up all the time it's the, full of this, bullet holes the sign that was by the river where his body was pulled out is in this interpretive center and i mean it was it was erected in 2007 and yeah. there are bullet holes right. covering it and i just like a decade ago when it's that like, shape it's actually, and and it wasn't uh, even and, and and emmett till like in the grand scheme of things wasn't even that long ago no right. no no it's that's sick. the insane part it's and, sick. and so there's this video of them like doing this whole apology which is if you guys you guys should look into it the apology from the town of sumner to the family of emmett till just makes you want to heartbreakingly sob it's so beautifully done yeah. and they were reading it to the family and the guy who was showing us this video was like oh yeah that that guy who looks like he's in his 50s was the cousin who was sitting who was laying Jesus in bed Christ. right next to him and it's just like what like it's just so insane to think you want to think that this history was so long ago no. but so that that's what i kept on thinking about was when i was down there is because i've never been in the deep south i went mm -hmm. to charleston for like a four-day weekend once <laughs> but that was it and, and, and and Charleston is such a Charleston, Charleston is such a weird place. Yeah. yeah, it's like, like a it's like it's like the Disneyland almost, of the yes, South. Disneyland. <laughs> it's like fake. It's like yeah. where what is real? There's like rainbow houses and yeah. grits everywhere. Like great. Grits. Welcome to Charleston. Yeah, grits, grits and shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's great. It's a. It's, it is weird to great think. Yeah, I've never had great Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain. No, it's, just, it's hard to like wrestle with, at, especially like now. This yeah. like, this we, intersection we in time. We have so yeah. much work to do, and mm -hmm. like personally, like I I have so much work to do, like mm. every day. And it was it was so interesting going there with folks who were. I mean, we ha we were taking donors there, so they're a little bit older, and you know, just thinking, oh, they lived through this, and this is not like mm. something like this is history before my time, right? Mm -hmm. But they. But yeah, there are people who were alive and well when it would yeah. happen, and not like you know at the not at death's door. They were alive yeah. and can remember. That's yeah. the other like thing. Congressman John Lewis, like he yeah. was so involved mm -hmm. in like everything, and he's a current congressman. Mm -hmm. like, whoa! Mm -hmm. And he's not even the oldest man in Congress. No, no. yeah, like he's not the oldest he's representative like in Congress, which like is insane. Super active and super outspoken, and it's yeah. just yeah. yeah. And they're all like. 
for Miriam Quinn and myself, it all sort of ties back to for us to Mary Washington because mm. Fredericksburg was the first stop of the Freedom Rides. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Fredericksburg was the first stop. Um, and we had a professor at Mary Washington who was one of the founders of the, uh, was it SNCC? The, the Congress, like the Congress on Racial Equality. I, I don't remember the acronym specifically, but like, this is a man who was not even like knee deep. He was armpit deep in the civil rights movement. You know, this is a man who, like I said, organized the Freedom Rides, was part of some of those marches on Selma and part of, you know, Bloody, I believe he was at Bloody Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. You know, I, I, he's James Farmer. For yep, Dr. James Farmer, uh, who ended, you know, his his class when he was teaching at Mary Washington towards the end of his life. Like his uh, history of the civil rights movement class was the first class that was full. Yeah. Every time it was taught. Well, and the national the National Civil Rights Museum mm-hmm. in um, in Memphis is one of the most well done museums I've ever been yeah. to in my entire life, and I could not stop crying. Did you do? Um, I think the exhibit. Maybe it's the Memphis one or the Atlanta one where you can just put on the earphones and like you're at the lunch table, or maybe that's the Atlanta one. They have yeah, they have for the um, for the protesters who sat at the lunch counter. Yeah, they have um, an exhibit there, and then the whole museum is connected to the Lorraine motel Mm -hmm. um so you go through the the room the room um where martin luther king jr was shot do they still so and do they still have that done up or is it try to kept in its original condition it's kept in its original condition yeah um and you know you hear like slight recordings and then it goes into this uh like beautiful folk music i don't know i just i was sobbing a mess Mm -hmm. yeah it was just really and it, it wasn't even like the the heartfelt or not sobbing but just like you couldn't it's overwhelming it, yeah you just kind of shut down a little bit and yeah. there are so many spots like that in life like pearl harbor was the same way for me mm-hmm. um auschwitz like that that yeah. sort of really hard-hitting well I don't, i'm going into museum territory here but that's no, you know, like, okay. I, I just think that that's such an interesting have you been to the 9 11 um one no i haven't okay i haven't either but i've considered going up there um, i've been to the pentagon one they have one at the Pentagon? Mm-hmm. Is it at the wall or is it inside? It's outside. Okay. I think it's all, all of these things serve to go back to your job, serve such an important purpose of reminding everyone of the humanity of all of these events. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. all of these people were just like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were all involved in this. Yeah, like, Emmett Till was a 15 year old kid. Yeah. And just. And, like, we're in a really tough climate right now, and, I think. And we need this kind of stuff now, I think, more yeah. than ever. Well, to be like, yo, this wasn't that long ago. Yeah. This can still happen. These people were, quote unquote, good people. Also, mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago, and this, that means that it would be so cool if we just fixed our problems, like, now. Mm-hmm. And then every like, time you think you do, it it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's, I, I see it in Fredericksburg a lot uh, with the auction block. Yeah. So, so what's that? Oh There's a, gosh, there, there is a slave this. auction block in downtown Fredericksburg. Uh, in front of the in front of what is now the butcher shop, um, and there has been discussion in town recently as to whether to sort of move the block into a museum mm-hmm. or to leave it where it stands. Um, and there are proponents on either side. Yeah, I could see either. I think either side, both sides have marriages on the just on the outside. My opinion is that it should stay where it is mm-hmm. but there needs to be better signage for it Great. because as it stands right drunk now people stand on drunk it. people stand on it i see the number of times i see you know uh tourist white men 
putting their foot up on it so they can tie their fucking shoes yeah. is just out of control. What if they moved it but then kept a sign in its place to commemorate it? So the people don't disrespect the actual block, but the... So I, th- I think that that's the most powerful thing about it. Yeah. Though, is that it's like... It's sobering. It's so... It's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, true. And I also want to say it's not up to any of us. We are yeah. all yeah. white Thank you. here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and every single person I've seen sharing a petition on Facebook mm-hmm. um, is also white. Mm-hmm. And it's, first off, not my not my battle. Um, yeah. I want to support that community however we can. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever they say whatever goes. Whatever they say <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. But as a white person, I think that walking downtown and downtown Fredericksburg is very quaint it's cute it's wonderful mm-hmm. you know, you're going on your way to Hyperion and then you see this thing just jutting out of the sidewalk and it's so sobering is it that's exactly mm-hmm. the right word of like okay mm-hmm. that's something that happened in history here even in Fredericksburg mm-hmm. it's not the and South. and the thing that gets me is that especially because it's what two three blocks from the confederate graveyard mm-hmm. in downtown as well like I'm not one of these people who's going to be advocating that we you know knock down gravestones um, you know, but it's, that's also, yeah, that's actually a tricky subject of what do you do with this? That could be a bad sore spot in history, but I mean, there are people that can't defend themselves now. You know what I mean? You, my, my feeling on it is you don't disturb the dead. Right. I, you I know, agree with you. You know, but, it's, but also it's, how do you commemorate it in a way that's uplifting those who are still alive? Maybe mm-hmm. it's just, I think, I'm sure they haven't really touched it in a while. Maybe it's just leave it where it is and sort of, I mean, the, let it the, the, the <laughs> There are private groups that take care of that graveyard real well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we lived right down the block from that graveyard. Yeah, like mm-hmm. five minute walk. <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah the mo the, the lawn is always quite it's well mo- maintained. It's yeah, we it's well maintained. Shout out Evan, who would eat lunch in the graveyard? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little strange. It's, yeah. a, it's a little strange. I found it relaxing. Yeah. There's I kind of love graveyards. graveyards. Like I'm not gonna lie. I am shocked. <laughs> I walk. I, I walk by so a graveyard. I walk by a graveyard to the gym every day from my house, and you sort of just become, I don't know, you kind of become well, blank to it. My favorite professor at Mary Wash is now Professor Dr. Smith, um, is teaching a class on graveyards. Mm-hmm. No way! And really? In urban planning, and so I went on a course with her in Paris, and we went to a few, um, a few cemeteries out there, and it's insane because you basically. Do you go to the catacombs too, right? Yeah. yeah. The ultimate. The, the ultimate, ultimate cemetery, the catacombs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's the, I don't remember the, the name of the huge cemetery where, like, mm-hmm. Oscar Wilde is buried mm-hmm. and all that. Um, and you basically rent out your grave. So for 500 years, you're renting your grave, and then they don't, no one's going to care about you in 500 years, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this, wait, po- this so podcast cool. will help us. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. And then families are, like, stacked on top of each other. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Well, and I know that with, like, the, the Westminster Cathedral, um, there are, you have to be a person of distinction to be buried there. Um, just inside and anybody who's buried there is buried vertically now i think <gasps> oh whoa. yeah they're buried vertically <laughs> because there's not enough room that they is inc- setting up for like some weird zombie <laughs> like when they I'm rise just, from the grave and they go for they're like wait shit there's more <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'm just envisioning that like the grave just like and rising up you expect them to like, like a fog machine and then they just walk oh. out <laughs> of the so michael jackson starts playing <laughs> what do you guys want to do about your dead bodies like if you had a choice 
uh, paraded around the street, like a New Orleans style. So, cool. <laughs> I want this then, podcast playing. And then what? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> and then what? No, it's funny. I always saw myself. Uh, it's weird that we're talking about my own death, but whatever. Uh, my mom. Oh, my yeah. mom is very Catholic, and so this is, of course, we're very like, you know, uh, the Catholic guilt is the Catholic guilt flowing strong sure, within I'm this one. Talking to the right <laughs> yeah. gals. Yeah. Um, and so I'm Catholic enough to where I share some of it, but also not enough to where I can go, hey, let's chill a bit. I would always, I don't want an exorbitant funeral. I just, to me, it's a weird, whenever I think about what will happen to me after I die, regardless, I don't want people spending tens of thousands of dollars yes. to bury my dead body. That just seems like, and also because I'm not someone who likes- Do you likes, want to be buried though? Sure, but I also, but I'm also an organ donor, so if people need my yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. Like, like donate my, yeah, mm -hmm. like, like mm -hmm. Lee, you know, take my brain, take my fucking nose, whatever you need, take, take whatever my you need, cool red hair, yeah. <laughs> take whatever you need, burn the husk, and plant me with a tree. That's the and, Jesus. Okay, so viewings and funerals are. I love your theory on this. So sad, and mm -hmm. like especially viewings, because I also grew up very Catholic, and so every person who died in my large Irish Catholic family mm -hmm. had a viewing, mm -hmm. most with an open casket, and we'd all go in this stuffy room and cry and hate ourselves for three hours, and so I eat awkward, Eat awkward finger foods. Save all that money and throw a carnival, a huge carnival. Or it's also just- I love that so much. Yeah. I had never been to a viewing until uh, one of my friends from school, his dad passed away. This was maybe five months, six months ago. And it just, got, I'm, I'm very fortunate where I haven't had to really go to any funerals. Like, I, I just, my family and, and friends are here. But that freaked me out. I just, I can't. It's not how I want to remember someone. Also, yeah. it, it, that's exactly the point of, I don't want to see a dead body. And I didn't know the person in quite, I just, I didn't, I never met his father. But it was oh, still wow. this sobering thing. Yeah, actually, and actually, maybe it was. The only interaction I'll ever have with this person is seeing them dead. It's a weird... <laughs> So, so actually, I'm putting this on public record. Uh, do not give me a viewing. Like, if yeah. I die in the car no on the way home. Third, you, do you want a viewing? Fuck no. No one in this third wants I, I can imagine what you so want for your yeah, funeral, like, though. I don't want. I don't want a funeral. Burn, like, donate whatever. Or wait, 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 Take whatever organs you need. You're robbing, donate them. You're robbing people of me giving a really good speech at your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> he, he'll be working on a podcast and just press play. Yeah. From the <laughs> <laughs> Episode five thousand twenty-one of Underemployed. We're here to bury David Hart. Uh, <laughs> He finally got full employment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, Duffy. Yeah. No, as, as I said, <laughs> as I said, you know, harvest my organs, donate them, give them to whoever needs them on the list. Can we find a better list. term than harvest, though? Just I mean, love the term harvest. There's oh, really no God. other... Have you, have you, like, do you know how quickly they move through bodies when they're organ donors, Jack? Surprisingly, Minutes. No. Minutes. <sighs> like... But, okay, I've also heard, like, I don't, and I don't know if this is myth, and I, I don't care, I'm still going to be an organ donor, but I've heard that they're less likely to save you. If oh, you I hear that's that bullshit. shit. That's bullshit. That is scare tactic, and even if they are, like, that's then. That's bullshit, right? Oh, it has to be. It's no, bullshit. That's no. not true. That's not true. Okay. It's flat out not I true. Knew, I knew David would know the And also, in what situation it is make an EMT going to be like, oh, this is Thank a life-threatening situation. Yeah. Let me check and see how hard I should work to yeah. save them. Yeah, I, yeah. What? Okay. No. Yeah. God. I heard that, and it was said to me with such fact that I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense in theory, but also it doesn't. No. Yeah. You know, like, I kind of get the logic. It is something that gives you a slight pause of, okay, and then you just go, no, it can't but I'm be still, possible. But I'm still yeah. not going to, like, change my... No. It's yeah. worth it to me to be an organ donor. Like, yeah. 
in the slide would, off chance. I would love to save someone else's life. Like, yes. if I, if there's any. You'll see me from the people. afterlife just yeah. going, yeah, motherfucker. I, you're welcome for the two kidneys, you know, something like that. I think everyone. Sorry for my liver damage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't drink, so someone, my liver will be like, mine, top is, of the mine is useless. Oh, you, you have a liver? <laughs> Mine is useless. Well, yours was useless to be fair. I mean, it's been useless for a while. Yeah, it's been useless since, you know. I think in some European countries, uh, or I don't, I just read something that somewhere, I think like Sweden or something, they've defaulted to where everyone's an organ donor and mm-hmm. you have to opt, opt out, out if yeah. you don't want to be. I in. love that. That's Oregon, what I think is really cool. Oregon's done that with voting rights. Well, wait, how oh, does I that? Love that. Are yeah. there any, this is a definitely dumb question. Are there any religions where you can't be an organ donor? Yes, I think so. Um, what, I, I don't know about I donating. Think, I know that you can't receive. Because, like, would... Really? That seems How would that work for opting out? Like, you know? Would that be... Ooh. I guess you would just cite religious... Yeah, yeah but, you would just yeah, have to yeah. opt out. You I, have to go through the... I mean, I also process. don't... What if... What if you didn't have time to opt out before? And you're fucked. <laughs> hopefully your God... You're being harvested. Hopefully your God forgives hopefully, you. <laughs> hopefully whatever you're praying to forgives you. Um, well, that's also... Again, I'm... Like religious enough, but not to the point where I'm worried about my physical body. I just feel like whatever happens to me happens to me, but it's not. I, I, when I'm dead, I'm I'm dead, yeah. and yeah. I, you know. What's not dead is where it needs to be. Yeah. And your body is. You know what? Maybe maybe there's a girl out there who wants to know what it's like to have a dick for 24 hours. <laughs> Harvest oh, your dick. Full oh, circle. Call back. Harvest your dick. Harvest my dick. Another another time. That's, that's that's number six. Harvest the ten Jack Mavis. Harvest Dick 64. Like sowing the seeds. Yes. Literally sowing the seeds. I've got it. That's my least favorite euphemism for And I think on that, I think we we got on a high note, ladies and gentlemen. I love how we we spend 20 minutes talking about what we would do with dicks to to, to the civil rights era, to what we would do with our dead bodies. (laughs) This was real witchy. Real witchy shit. Real Real witchy shit. shit. This is what happens when Miriam says, hey, so what are we going to be talking about? And David goes, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We, can just we didn't talk it. about the Thai children once. Yeah, we didn't. Oh t- Wait, do you want- <laughs> who cares? It's a podcast. Go for it. That's the one thing I said. We'll talk about the Thai children. Talk about it. We didn't even talk about the Thai children. No, uh, yeah. talk about it. This is I your show. I have done enough, like, at this very minute research, mm-hmm. but I think as of right now, four to five have been rescued. Mm-hmm. Of the, like, what, 22? I think 12. I okay. thought it was 12 or 14. Okay. Now, by the time this comes out, hopefully, who knows? Hopefully they're all... I hope that, Seriously, fingers yeah. fucking crossed. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really sad. It yeah. is sad. And I think that, but I think the only person who's passed away was the Navy SEAL. The other yeah, diver. The Navy SEAL. The other Thai diver. That's so awful. Yeah, so it was a, it was a youth soccer team going on, like, a team-building exercise. Yeah, right. going this spo- is a team-building exercise. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is certainly, <laughs> this is certainly a team-building badges. <laughs> this is a team-building exercise and an exercise in firing that coach. Yeah, um, yeah so they go on a team-building exercise. They go to an amusement park or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, be normal. They go, to, they, go, they go spelunking during the monsoon can I, season. Can I say this? I would never go spell. I, I am. It's not, a lot of fun. I am not claustrophobic, but I think the idea of being that close to a rock that would suffocate me would be just about. You've enough. never experienced complete darkness until you've been in a cave like that. I no, experience complete darkness every time I just think about deep thought. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Every time you shout into the void, you've got to wake life. up in the morning. Yeah. It is cancer season. <laughs> oh, I'm so, wait. That's the sign. Wait, the, the, the sign. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, I got really confused for a Fucking second. Hell. I got cancer. Really... Did everyone get their cancer shot? Like, it's, always, season. it's always 
always the baddest. Oh man, I got I gotta go to CVS, man. I haven't gotten my cancer shot yet. I would love a shot to not feel as many feelings as I've been feeling. We definitely have that. Jesus Christ, that's dark. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I mean, usually it's just called tequila. Yeah. <laughs> David's solution. Have the opposite effect. Wait, so David, you're an Aries. I guess. You're a Virgo. When's I'm your birthday? Cancer, so July 1st. You're a Cancer. Okay. Yeah. Another July 1st. Yeah. And I'm a Scorpio. Cool. I, I, it's funny. I was literally talking with some, one of my friends today, two hours ago, about this. And I just... Because everyone looks at their astrology sign. Thank you, thank you, Big Sean. And so, just even looking at my, it's like I don't, I'm not this, I'm not manipulative. One of the descriptions, or I'm not. Like, there's half of that shit. I was like, no. Are you in your feelings? Probably. Always. First of all, you're a cancer. You're in your feelings. No, I'm not always in my feelings though. It depends on David can trip my feelings, and then I become my feelings. Do you feel like you're nurturing and like? With, uh, no. <laughs> That's the longest way to say no I think I've heard I, in a while. I just, I, it depends. I try to be good to my friends. but I, So it's funny because on one sense, I am not a believer in the astrology. But on the other hand, I am still kind of Catholic. So I guess it's sort of out of the frying pan into the fryer in terms of. Pot like, meat what, cattle. Yeah, exactly. So. I just astrology was never my thing. I'm really but. interested in your Catholicism. Yeah, yes. Uh, it's it's what Aaron, uh, not Aaron, but her character's name, but uh, Ellie Kemper once described as cafeteria Catholicism, where yeah. you kind of pick. It. I mean, I try to. Do you like go on Easter and Christmas? And that's yeah, it? I become more of a priester, but uh, Catholic as we call them. But I also that's like a, like last year. Uh, when I was sort of in the low point, I tried to go a little more and it did help. And to me, you know, Dave and I have different, differing views on it, but we also, I think kind of in the middle of respect is that I try to just believe and support in the good of the, because my mom was always, we're a pretty liberal family. And my mom, you know, my sister, shout out to Ellen, who I know is listening, uh, is engaged to a lady and never, never an issue in the house for one second. Like my mom was all, was never the fire and brimstone type of Catholic. And so I had nothing to personally like rebel against me personally. And then it's also, I'm not going to argue with someone about the merits of it because it's just not my style. Like I'm personal. And also how dare someone, if, if someone were to be like, Catholicism is really stupid knowing that you are like, I, I personally was raised Catholic and I don't agree with it. And Man, yeah, but I really right. respect the idea of just having that home in a way mm-hmm. and a centered view. I think that that's beautiful and that's so like Thank I have you. no bitterness towards yeah. the way I was raised. No, mm-hmm. and I, I like, really appreciate. And it was a very was traditional raised. like foundation of morals. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the Catholic school aspect taught me to also think, think. for myself about it. Right. And also, um, like when I decided to not be Catholic anymore, my dad, who is very Catholic didn't think twice about it and he was Good. like okay this is a decision that you've made i think he's not happy about it like uh-huh. he's sad about it but it's not like he's angry that's that's the key too you can still have your opinion or your feelings of oh this is I'm even just dis- from my home oh yeah yeah, yeah it's just like that's a bummer in the same way if david told me that hey uh this album that you liked i thought which we talk about all the time this album i thought sucked and it's like okay i'm disappointed you didn't like it too but and, and you obviously have, yeah. for me the the catholic experience was really shaped by Height um, my high school years and yeah, particularly where I went to high school um, because my Catholic high school didn't do a good job of living up to any of the values that they espoused. Agreed. You know they they would talk a they would talk this big game about service hours and being of service to others. But it was all bullshit. Well, but yeah, I mean it was all, it was it was all bullshit. You know, you, like sign your form. Yeah, sign your form. You'd get service hours if you went to the right to life march, but you wouldn't get. 
service hours for going to uh, march for workers' rights or for like immigration, you know, for for immigration legislation. And that's right? the, and that is the part of Catholicism that always bothers me is the judgmental side of it. when you when you when you have a school that's more concerned with putting out all american soccer and baseball players than they are with actually having a decent fucking education like yeah but i don't think that that's that's not every school Catholicism. no that's either. not right that's the fault of the people. But, but that's also and, yeah. but david has every right for like i'm never going to go to david and say oh because you had a bad experience that's not fair to catholic that's everyone's sort yeah. of shaped by their own right. experience and that's their right yeah and and for and me fair. for me the biggest thing that pushed me away from the church was I mean it was part of my experiences in in high school, but it was also my experiences with uh, speakers and people who'd come to the youth group that I was in. And there was one guy in particular who like he wa- when he was done, I walked out of that and I was like, I'm never coming back to this again. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who openly compared abortion to the Holocaust. Jesus. Yeah, and it's just like literally. And when I confronted him about it afterwards, it's like how how is that e- an even even attempting to be an intellectually honest comparison? You have one thing that was a si- literal systematic Murder, mandated. Like- destruction of, of people who were deemed oh, undesirable. People, yeah. people who were deemed undesirable versus... Just for stuff they can't control, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. For something that they can't control. And, like, sure, you, you, you can make that you can make that argument about abortion and then and, and, yeah, and, and doing all that. Abortion is a very tricky subject, but, but it's not that. But, yeah, exactly. But it is yeah, not it is not no the... Way. It is not a legally yeah. mandated destruction of an entire race of people. Now, I don't want to mansplain abortion to the two ladies in the room yeah, or anything like that. But, yeah, no. No, but I, that was always my... And that was... Too. That, for me, was, 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 was the two things that really pushed me out was this idea that you know we say one thing but we do another yeah this and selective whatever. yeah exactly this 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 selective Again, belief yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh was it mahatma gandhi and you know shithead that he was but he you know he had he had the right yeah. the, the idiom about how you know he really admired christ but he did not like the christians because yeah. they were so unlike the christ well it's funny my sister actually said that once about when we were just talking about this, this was years ago but she said you know, if everyone tried to just live like, regardless literally. of the religious view, if literally everyone just tried like to Jesus. live like Jesus, the world would be a good place. Because yeah. Jesus, whatever your opinions on him in a religious sense, he was a good guy. Like, yeah. How sick and, all, like, if it wasn't sick, it would be funny mm-hmm. how blatant the hypocrisy is. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that... no immigrants, let's build a wall, but then let's go talk about how great Jesus was. When that's literally community. all yeah. he fucking did. I, yeah, let's, let's talk about yeah. the love of Christ, but let's make legislation making it impossible yeah. for someone who doesn't identify with this very narrow definition of how we view the world as like a heretic or, you know, make <laughs> make what they want to be illegal. Jesus was radical. Yes. Yeah. I don't, and I I think more, the trade I dislike Radical the socialist like, carpenter. <laughs> He's dating my mom. His name's Gunner. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Simpsons quote. Oh, that's right. Hey, Simpson, I hear your sister dumped Christianity. Who cares? I'll tell you someone who cares. He's got long hair, works as a carpenter, has a lot of crazy ideas about love and brotherhood. His name's Gunner, and he's dating my mom. Sometimes he buys this beer. I was trying to say I remember it enough to where I got this. Simpsons and South Park. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Problematic alarm. Problematic alarm is going off right now. Hold on. I just this... that they are not funny. Oh, wait, you just made it worse. <laughs> I love how you said, hold on, I didn't mean like that. I meant so it's a piece like of shit. Austin Powers, oh. South Park, and The Simpsons are not funny. The Simpsons are so... I, I... the other one? There's another one. Family Guy. Family Guy, thank you. Also not funny. Oh, Oh, the Simpsons. I'll entertain. Uh, I will entertain Family Guy being not funny. Right. 
It, it, Family Guy I don't has know moments. About it's a lot of it's a lot of cheap jokes. It's, it's a lot of cheap jokes at someone's expense. Right, and also my style of comedy is not. It's more Conan style of like make the joke about Conan makes the joke about himself, yes. mm-hmm. not Same. other people. I yeah. love self deprecating humor. Yes, yeah. uh, that's like my shit. And that's pretty much what I lived on for mm-hmm. most of my life. So mm-hmm. I, I can sort of sympathize with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? It's a candle. A candle. It smells really nice. Ooh. Swift a candle. Off which of is perfect for the podcast listeners. Yes. Great <laughs> visuals. Lavender vanilla. Great Ooh. visuals. All right. I think we should actually yeah. wrap yes. things. We're probably at at least an hour here. We're at an hour. Well, depending on the beginning, but we're at about an hour ten. Yeah. Cool. This is good. That's also good. Probably. Yeah, you've got plenty of content. David, David and I struggle. David, David and I struggle. Ten minutes. Yeah. David and I struggle to get to twenty-five sometimes. About like we'll have seven or eight topics, and I go, "Oh man, this will be great." And then it's like boom, 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 boom. And then we just go, oh, "It's twenty minutes in. All right, let's stretch for time." And then yeah, you know, exactly. no, this is good. Episode. Well, this is fun, guys. Yeah. Thank you for inviting so much us. For having us. I think it's really cool that you guys invited us though, because this yeah. is like very clearly a broadcast. And- which <laughs> like, yeah. it's no, it's not cool that you guys like wanted us to be on it. Absolutely, I think that's cool. Yeah. Oh, we. I again, we specifically wanted you two to be on it as the first guest. Mm-hmm. That slaps. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Don't let our. We had a blast. Yeah. Well, this is way too fun. For well, us. hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you guys, talking. hopefully yeah. you guys will return the favor when we're guests on your podcast once you guys get started. Whenever that happens. Do you guys still want to call it uh, two girls one show? No, because it's. I looked it up. It's definitely taken. It's already taken. Yeah. I mean, obviously, our show is better than any other two girls one. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. But factually, I, factually, yeah, we'd have to think of a name. I, I don't want to like force it though. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, cucks. Yeah. Signing off. <laughs> all you, all you snowflake cucks out there. Soy boys and cucks. This has been episode ten of Underemployed. Bye, cuckos. Bye. Soy boys abound. <laughs> if you did, they're doing them. All these bitches is my sons. And I'ma go and get some pips for him. A couple formulas, little pretty lids on him. If I had a dick, I would pull it out and piss on him. Let me shake it up. Our first guests on episode I'm your 10. First guests. Y'all are our yeah. first guests. Per- I mean, I'm clicking record, but I'm not. We're, I'm gonna edit it. So yeah. I uh, no, I um, I, I I wanted you guys to be the first guest. I think David agreed, right? Yeah, yeah. We Just so we can lord it over PJ. Yeah. Well, no. So I have a friend who is a habitual line stepper, as we often say. <laughs> Which is exactly how I described him. Exactly the term that you used. On um, three consecutive episodes. Yep. Three consecutive episodes. And so we wanted some professionalism up in here. Well, you got Thank the right God, bitches, and some la- and some 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 lady energy, Derek. And say. some and some some hot Kanye takes. <laughs> oh, I would love to unhash some Kanye. Ooh, unhash, unhash. Yeah, I like this I already. Agree. I mean, we can talk about how dog shit Drake's new album is. Ooh, I don't. I have not even listened. To I'm I... not listening to twenty five tracks of any. No, like sorry. I need. You need to Give edit. Eight tracks. Also, yeah. I'm not listening to any of those. I mean, the, the only track that I pay any mind to is the one where he acknowledges that he has a kid because he, then Pusher's fucking right. He's got. Yeah. He, igno- he acknowledged he has a kid on multiple tracks, though. And look at him, by the way. We talked about it on the podcast. He's now a father. He's now igno- he, He's now Daddy better. Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's he is he he is to fathers what God. Um, I mean, he is about as involved as Austin Powers' father. Don't say that. Awesome power okay. that's, that's fine. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes David. Huntley. We keep it civil and surprisingly civil on the podcast, and David's already is. You've got to be wrong. Civil, like all things considered. You're wrong. That's 
fine. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's fine. You're wrong. Um, oh, what a demon. No, I'm, I'm fine being wrong. Like, I'm going to continue I've with had... the opinion that Austin Powers is not that funny. Why? Why is it funny? It's shitty humor. Yeah. And it's making, yes. and it's, it's shitty humor making fun of a shitty character in James Bond, who's yeah. like, his 70 year career uh, is just. Swap, but I also James Bond's James career Bond is. is funny. Yeah, it's funny because of how misogynistic it is. No, it's funny like with, yes. oh, of course he has this cool gadget that does this one very specific thing. Oh, shit, I should spit on my gum. Uh, oh, it's like very... Just like, swallow it. Sh- You'll yeah, be fine. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know if the, I had a nickel for that. Like Inspector Gadget. I have three terrible nickels. Are we nickels. just in this? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We're, just, we're just talking. We're just in it to win. I mean, I'm recording. I can edit it so it sounds okay. great. I can yeah. still do my intro. Okay. Yeah. Let's do, let's like start this. Oh, yeah. What's the deal with like talking over each other since they're yeah. oh, us? the fact that we're in the same room makes it so much easier that it's not even an issue. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like... Usually, when David do a nice with Skype, you have to account for like the delay and you have to make yeah. sure that you know this yeah. is this is balls to the wall. Yeah, fuck that. Balls to the wall. Or or lady bits to the wall again. We are a feminist podcast. Yeah. First and foremost, <laughs> dicks to Genitalia. the dicks, dicks and clits oh. to the wall. Oh, oh fuck. Gotta go. That sounds like a, that sounds like a song Little John didn't put on the album. This makes <laughs> a lot of sense that you enjoyed Austin Powers now. <laughs> Austin Powers is also the original one is involved in one of my mom's favorite stories about me. Actually, also one of my dad's. Uh, one of the one of my mom's many business trips when I was uh, growing up. She you know she would travel a lot for work, and so my dad and I would be left alone for. Week at a time. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're yeah. And if you've ever, if you've ever spent an extended period of time with uh, Steve Hart, and by extended you mean more than twenty minutes. More than twenty <laughs> minutes. You know that there is some ludity, some crudity, and Dare I say crudity it. and crudity. <laughs> yeah. We're my, gonna start a podcast and call it ludity, ludity and crudity. crudity. Yeah. One of my dad's. One of my dad's favorite sayings when I was growing up is that growing old is mandatory, growing up is optional. That makes so much sense. Oh my god. Peter Pan wisdom. Peter Pan, Peter Pan like wisdom from my cherub father. And it's so funny because, like, you are also the oldest looking person with like, your, like, facial hair. It's not like you're a useful one. Like, when you shaved your beard, like, I said, wow, David looks 10 years younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I looked 18, maybe. Wait, should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, I want to. Oh, we'll figure this edit out. Uh, I mean, episode 10 of Underemployed, double digits. Episode 10, the 10 Jack Commandments. We'll figure it out entirely.